Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. My name is Karen Conrad, and I'm in for Billy Epperhart this week, and we are talking about real estate. Today's topic is five tax benefits of investing in real estate. Do you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know we love real estate. And this is just another reason for you to consider investing in real estate. Uh, there are so many advantages of investing in real estate and the tax benefits are something that is very tangible. And I'll tell you what, it's a benefit that is worth everybody looking into because it could save you thousands and thousands of dollars in taxes. And as you grow your real estate portfolio, and even as you grow income in other areas, you need a tax shelter. So we are gonna go through five benefits. Now this is not all encompassing because there are other benefits in addition to this, but these are five of the main ones that I thought would be interesting for us to discuss today. All right, number one is tax deductible expenses. You know, even if you're not investing, you might have just one property you know that there are a lot of advantages and many write-offs for that primary dwelling. Those same write-offs plus more actually carry over into your investment property. So when we're looking at the tax deductible expenses, they include things like mortgage interest payments, the property taxes, which are things that you're already able to deduct with your primary dwelling. But in addition to that, you can deduct the ongoing property maintenance, your property insurance, the cost that you have from independent contractors. And when you go further into developing an LLC, which we talk about extensively at the real estate workshop, that's actually coming up this weekend, and you can still take advantage uh, of joining us for that via live stream by going to wealthbuilders.org. But we've got Bill Bronchek, who is an amazing real estate attorney that is on our team. And he goes through and shares uh, all the benefits of like forming a corporation or a limited liability company, maybe an S-corp, limited partnerships that help you with your asset protection and personal protection with real estate. But it also opens up the door for additional tax savings. So things like professional fees, office space, your travel and mileage expenses, real estate software tools, advertising expenses, and more. So those are just a few of the tax deductible expenses 
that you're able to write off your tax returns with real estate. Number two is depreciation. When you own investment real estate, you are able to depreciate, which is, I'll give you the definition, depreciation is the recovery of costs to maintain investment properties through an annual tax deduction. And over time, the real estate is assumed that it will begin to break down and the depreciation deduction is in essence a recompense for that wear and tear of the property. Now, what's great about depreciation is you're able to write it off according to certain formulas, which your accountant will help you with, but it's a paper loss in the year that you declare it. What I mean by that is that on paper or on your tax returns, you're able to show it as an expense and a deduction, but it doesn't affect your actual cash that you would have to actually spend on the property. And a matter of fact, when I was in banking, I was in banking for 25 years and I worked in almost every department. I spent a lot of time in the mortgage area. And when we would go through and calculate debt to income and you know the actual income from the borrower to run those calculations, when people owned real estate, we would see that depreciation. And I would just literally add that depreciation right back in for purposes of calculating their debt to income. So depreciation is a significant opportunity that we have for tax savings and investing in real estate. Now, there are some things we need to be aware of down the road if we sell a property and things, and that's where you wanna get that accountant involved. Um, and actually, we share quite a bit about that this weekend as well. But from a tax savings perspective, depreciation is definitely your friend in investing in real estate. The next one is with real estate investment, while there's real income that's coming in, real passive income, we are immune from paying social security and Medicare taxes. So let me give you just a little bit more explanation on that. Social security and Medicare income taxes of 15.3% are split evenly generally between you and your employer. However, if you have no employer because you're self-employed, let's say you own a business, you're actually responsible for the entire 15.3%. Now listen to this. While rental income is taxable as standard income tax, it is not subject to what these are called FICA taxes. So even if you're self-employed, any income relating to your rental property is immune to both the social security and the Medicare taxes that you would otherwise pay on either a 1099 or a W-2. That is absolutely significant when we are looking at taxes. All right, number four, 1031 exchanges. This is a great tool that is available for real estate investors. And a 1031 exchange is the exchange of one real estate investment property for another similar property. A qualifying exchange will have either zero or minimal tax liabilities, unlike most of your asset swaps that are taxable at the point of sale. So this means that you can roll over your capital gains from one real estate investment to another. 
and you can avoid taxes until you sell the property. So you wanna make sure you hold that asset for at least one year to be eligible for a 1031. So I'm gonna share a story with you. Um, one of the properties that we just worked on and we ended up now we're gonna do a burr on it, but we initially thought that we would do a fix and flip on it. And it would have been um, a really good fix and flip but this was one of the reasons that we actually decided to just hold on to it for a year because when you do a fix and flip, and I shared more on this in the last podcast, but when you do a fix and flip and you sell it in the same 12 month period, um, the gain or the income that you receive when you sell that property is considered earned income. And generally that's taxed at a higher level than a capital gains tax. When you hold on to that property for a year or more, and maybe you sell it, then you are subject to capital gains tax, which can vary in range depending on other factors with your tax situation. But when you hang on to that property for at least a year, you are able to take advantage of the 1031, you're eligible for it. So back to my story here on our property, so we were going to just flip the property and we would have made a nice income, but we started to take a look at what else was happening with our tax liability. And we just realized that, wow, if we sold this, we would have a pretty uh, steep tax bill on that sale. And it wasn't like we were going to do something with that money that came out of the uh, fix and flip outside of investing in more real estate. So we just decided, hey, let's rent this property out. We're doing a short-term rental on it, which worked out really, really great. So we're gonna rent it out for at least a year. And then at that point, not only will we avoid the earned income, but if we sell the property in 2022, we will take those earnings, put it into a 1031 exchange, and then we will use those proceeds to go and buy a new property. So why is that such an advantage? Well, when you think about it, let's just say that we're going to net $100,000 out of that property. Even if I paid capital gains tax, let's just say at 15%, 15,000 of my $100,000 of uh, the increase that we had is going to go to the IRS for taxes. If I do a 1031 exchange, I don't have to pay that 15,000 or more taxes at the time of sale, but instead I can take that entire $100,000 and roll it into new properties that I can continue to invest in real estate without having to pay the taxes in that current tax year from the increase from that flip. Do you see how that works? Um, sometimes we think, no, I'm going to sell it and the market is good, which it is good. But we have to take the whole picture, you might say, into consideration and taxes are a real expense that we need to do some planning and thinking about. So 1031 exchanges are a really good tool. Now there's some guidelines we have to follow. There are some, you know, certain companies that we have to work with to do this right. But I will tell you, it's totally worth it. 
And it sounds a little complicated, but we really break it down when we explain it to you. We've got a whole session on this with Bill Bronchek, actually, the attorney coming up in the real estate workshop. And it is very valuable information. You learn more about it. But for now, it is our number four of number five reasons that you want to consider real estate with the tax benefits. All right, number five, there is something called a real estate designation. So if you're serious about real estate, there's actually some things you can do to qualify for something called a real estate designation. So in a nutshell, the real estate designation allows you to be able to write off your entire, I guess, write-offs or depreciation uh, losses on paper on your rental properties each year. If you don't have a real estate designation, you are limited to the amount that you can post as a loss. What this helps for you, because there are so many ways to write off things with real estate, is it helps you to actually take full advantage of depreciation, for example, like we mentioned, some of the other write-offs in that current tax year. So when you get with your accountant, you do some planning on this, the real estate designation is something that they will be able to help guide you into and help you determine if you have actually met the criteria for that real estate designation. You know, Billy does an amazing teaching on this. He really dug into this uh, a couple conferences ago and found a pathway for us to actually achieve that designation through some strategy faster than if we just did real estate without some sort of plan. And when we look at real estate, you know, Billy and Becky, they've been doing this for years and they have learned so much about real estate that they're so gracious to pass on to us and share with us in free webinars and this podcast uh, at the different conferences at Wealth Builders University. And so when we hear teachings on the real estate designation and Billy actually provides a pathway of how to get there, it's invaluable. So I think that's one of the sessions. As a matter of fact, I'm certain of it. He's going to cover this in the real estate workshop. He's also got a teaching on this that's out on Wealth Builders University. And so you might want to check that out as well. And our previous workshops are available there um, too. I, I really think Wealth Builders University is sort of like the best kept secret out there. We don't really want it to be a secret, but all the content that we cover in the real estate workshops, in the investment mastery workshops, Billy's money mastery teaching in our business mastery workshops, and then just a compilation of courses from all of the different instructors is available for you along with the PowerPoints and any supporting documents. And it's just $299 a year. And in that, you actually get to hop on a call uh, with us instructors and coaches once a month. And we teach on a topic. And then we also provide for you time at the end of that for Q&A, where we answer your questions. And so you might want to check that out. It's Wealth Builders University. You can find that at wbuniversity.online. And again, I want to just encourage you. We've got the Real Estate Mastery Workshop this weekend. 
Billy and Becky are so excited to get back into in-person conferences and workshops. So they're really excited about you attending that. And if you can't make it to Denver this weekend for that, I encourage you to join us online. Uh, you'll be part of the Q&A and you'll feel like part of the group there. And you can go ahead and register for that at wealthbuilders.org and then just click on that banner on the real estate workshop. So here at Wealth Builders, we are committed to making sense of making money for making a difference. And everything that Billy and Becky do really points back to helping you and I succeed in this area of wealth, but doing it God's way. You know, when we build wealth God's way, the word of God tells us that there is no sorrow with it. That is an amazing promise. And I want to encourage you too, that God does want you to be prosperous. So with Wealth Builders, what Billy and Becky do is they bring that strong foundation of wisdom in the word of God and their many years of experience and bring in the knowledge and the practical how-tos so that when you attend the conferences or you listen to teachings, you actually know like, hey, here's the steps that I can take to step out into this area. So I want to thank you so much for joining us today on the Wealth Builders podcast. Billy and Becky send their love to you. Again, I'm Karen Conrad. I'm vice president of Wealth Builders, and I really appreciate you spending this time with me today. God bless you. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exists to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.